0: Coming up on today's episode of the Hey Girlfriend podcast. So, of course, you're going to be anxious if you believe that love has to be earned. Because when you're meeting someone, you're anxious if you're going to earn their love or not. And so since you're anxious about if you're going to earn their love, if you're going to earn their um, trust, if you're going to earn their respect, if you're going to earn them staying around, earn them not abandoning you, you're anxious if they're going to do that for you and you're anxious about what do you need to do to get them to act that way you're anxious about what do i need to do to make them love me want me not cheat on me not hurt me what do i have to do so you're going in with that mindset that i have to earn this they can't just love me on their own you had an anxious attachment anxious attachment to your parents and so you are naturally that's the attachment style you have you felt you had to maybe earn things from your parents and earn their Um, love and earn them praising you or earn them being nice to you even or earn them just having a good attitude that day you felt like you had to do things to make them you know act right so to speak so if you're growing up with parents like that in the household like that that's how you think love is going to be When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there's someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. It makes the healing journey a little easier. The creator of the I've Been That Girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends, brings to you the Hey Girlfriend podcast. Tune in every Thursday to hear conversations that are honest, vulnerable, empathetic, and relatable Hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach, Kendall D. These conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey, from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to unlearning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. Hey, girlfriends, welcome back to the Hey Girlfriend podcast. I'm your host, mindset, and intuitive coach, Kendall D. And I decided to do a video, y'all. I decided I missed y'all seeing my face because I'm like, okay, I want to start showing my face more and talking more. So I did my makeup at one o'clock in the freaking morning. On a Sunday, which was Saturday, led into Sunday. And I got on makeup at 2 some 30 a.m. ain't going nowhere. So I did a little makeup. It looks like it's a lot, but it's really light. Lighter than what I usually wear. I don't even have on any lippies or nothing. But it's decent enough because I like to look decent on camera. That's just my thing. Like, you can call it insecure. I call it that's just my thing. That's just how I feel comfortable presenting myself. So, whatever. But... (laughs) I said I miss being on camera. I miss editing and doing videos. So I said I'm if I'm gonna start every weekend doing my videos. And I also just recorded my first episode of Toxic, which is me telling the story of the narcissist that I dated. And you know I have the book out, Toxic as Chronicles John, that you can read and follow along. The book is better because I feel like I'm leaving some things out, not on purpose, but The book is just better. The book is always better. So I decided to tell my story also on my YouTube channel. So I'm telling the story in like, in a nutshell, not really as detailed as the book, but yeah, so other people can, you know, hear my story. And plus, if I want my uh, book to be a series one day, let's get to talking about it on YouTube like it is a series already, you know so that's what i did but anyway today's topic without further ado is gonna be how i went from a anxious attachment to a secure attachment because it can happen okay like i was very anxious i was a very anxious person and it showed in my dating experiences and i learned something a little new. Just now looking up a little bit about Anxious Attachment because I like to give like definitions, textbook definitions before I just get off talking about my personal thing and how I move from it. So Anxious Attachers typically have a hard time expressing needs and expressing emotions. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was part of Anxious Attachment. So I thought it was just, you know, being insecure, thinking your partner's always cheating checking phones being afraid they're gonna leave you abandonment wounds i thought it was just that no i looked it up and i can't find it now here it is is this it yeah it says anxious has a sensitive nervous system struggles communicating needs directly and tends to act out when triggered i.e makes partner jealous baby that was me and then it says look here Attachment is can trust fairly easy is attuned to emotions can communicate upsets directly leads with cooperative and flexible behavior and relationships So that's pretty much in a nutshell what each me. So My story with moving from anxious to secure here we go and i'm going to give you steps on how you can do the same By you just listen to my story and implementing it because you can do it too So with me, my partners that I chose to date, they were the ones that essentially made me even more anxious. They didn't really help what I already had going on within, you know? But I honestly didn't know how to date any better. I didn't know how to choose any better. So the men that I were choosing typically were. I guess I would say they were anxious themselves. I know that they were emotionally unavailable for sure. And they had a lot of trauma and their own issues. But me being codependent as well, and then having codependency, at the time I didn't know it was codependency, but I had this need to feel needed. Feeling needed is how I felt loved. I wanted to have that deep appreciation. And so for me, I would pick these guys when I sensed that they had like a little trauma going on or a little low self esteem where they were like you know afraid of love. I can sense that they were a little emotionally unavailable, weren't weren't, you know? But I thought they liked me a lot, and I thought since they liked me a lot, or they're giving me attention because you know I was an attractive woman to them. I thought, you know, well, maybe I can be the one to change them. And so I dedicated myself to them so that I could be that one to change them. All the while, while I'm dedicating myself to them to be the one to possibly change them, they're doing nothing but just really hurting me. They're hurting me more and more. And I'm just sucking it all in and taking it all in, thinking to myself, like, you know, they're going to change one day. It's just they're, you know, making excuses for them. I'm being very understanding. And so... My goal was to get them to change for me. That was my main goal. I wanted them to change for me. I wanted to be that one for them. I wanted to them to have like this deep, deep appreciation for me because I changed them. That's what I thought love was. I wanted that kind of love from them. So I would pour my all into them. And the whole relationship with each of my toxic exes was like really, really draining, to say the least. I was anxious all the time because... For legit reasons. I couldn't be emotionally available to them. Because they weren't emotionally available to me. So saying how I felt was an argument. Or I would cry. We would argue. Um, They would cheat on me. I would find out about other women. They didn't trust me. They were insecure about me. Checking my phone. Trying to control me. Um... And the all the whole while, I wasn't doing anything. I was making sure that I could be a good woman so that they could trust me and so that I can, they can change for me. So, you know, I'm trying to be a good woman to them so they can, you know, not cheat on me, not hurt me. And so that they can change for me and so that they can trust me. I was all about trying to gain their trust, although I couldn't really trust them. I was so anxious because I'm like, when they're not around me, they're probably cheating on me. Because I was always finding them in some shit. It was always like that. And I just put up with it and it tolerated it because I was making these excuses for them. Like, okay, but, you know, they have a hard time trusting women because, you know, their upbringing. I knew both of them had really bad upbringings. So I made excuses from them. And I really, essentially, looking back now, I enabled them to hurt me. And so, of course, you're going to be anxious and some shit like that. But the thing is that I think... I didn't understand then, and that you may not understand, but I'm going to help you to understand of why you may be picking people like that. It's because not only of your codependency, but it's because that is familiar to you in a sense. And so, although those interactions and those relationships don't feel safe, they feel normal to you. So even though it's hurting you, you feel like that that's what it takes and that it's that hurt has to come first before the good part. Or you think that this is what love is and that it's going to be okay. You know, this it's what you're used to. And in the whole time you have this vendetta, not vendetta. You have this goal to basically get someone to change from you. And you're anxious the whole time because like I said, who wouldn't be anxious? And you're picking that type of connection Because that may have been the type of connection you had growing up. And even if you didn't necessarily have that connection, like maybe you had decent parents, you may have not been able to express how you felt. Or you may have had low self-esteem maybe throughout high school, throughout your teenage years, and you had no one to really be there for you to talk about that. And so now that you're older and you may have a little more confidence You may have changed a little bit, you're no longer in high school to where it's like cliques and stuff like that. So you're able to be your own person a little bit more. And so now that you're a little older and you're, you know, you're going to try to get back what you lost in a sense. And then you don't really know anything about dating. So whoever likes you because you've never been liked before, whoever seems to like you and show you a little attention That's who you're going to go for, whether it's a good connection or not. You don't care about that. You just care about that you're getting some type of attention that also can lead you into an anxious attachment style to where you're anxiously attached to someone. Because when you are anxious and you have an anxious attachment, what you're doing is you're looking for connections to help you soothe yourself because you don't know how to soothe yourself. So, since you're putting so much dependency in this person to soothe you, to maybe boost your self-worth, boost your self-esteem, to make you feel good about yourself, to make you feel loved, you're looking for someone else to do all that. And so, if you're picking partners that are emotionally unavailable, they are unable to do that, and they're not going to do that, And but you're going to keep trying for that, hence <laughs> making you anxious. Because you're anxious about them because they're not secure themselves. They're all over the place themselves. So you're anxious about that. And and it's it's really you two coming together because you're both have the same similar attachment style. They may be a little more avoidant, but if they're emotionally unavailable and they're, you know, acting out to try to make you jealous or acting out because they don't know how to deal with their emotions. Most men tend to cheat and act out and date other women because they need an ego boost. They need to feel good about themselves. They need to have higher self-esteem and that's the way of doing it and they will cheat on you because they don't trust you and they're afraid to trust you and so here you are trying to make them trust you so that they can change you see how that connection goes so it's really a an anxious connection all around and so but how do you change that it's of course easy to say you change partners but the thing is we date the type of partners that we think we deserve and we date the type of partners that we think to be out there and think only believe are out there and me i only believe that it was only men out there that had trust issues i only believe that it was men that i had to prove myself to i only believe there i didn't believe no man could come in really ready to have a real connection. I didn't think no man could just come in and just love me on their own without me having to make them love me. I didn't know love to be like that. So that in in itself made me anxious because I'm thinking love has to be earned. So of course you're going to be anxious if you believe that love has to be earned because when you're meeting someone, you're anxious if you're going to earn their love or not. And so since you're anxious about if you're going to earn their love, if you're going to earn their um, trust, if you're going to earn their respect, if you're going to earn them staying around, earn them not abandoning you, you're anxious if they're going to do that for you. And you're anxious about what do you need to do to get them to act that way. You're anxious about what do I need to do to make them love me, want me, not cheat on me, not hurt me. What do I have to do? So you're going in with that mindset that I have to earn this. They can't just love me on their own. So I had the belief that that couldn't happen. That men could not just love me on their own. That no one can just love me on their own because of who I am. And it's because of typically how you're raised. If you're raised in a home with conditions... And your parents may have not intentionally raised you that way, but if they only praised you, if you did something well, or if they lashed out at you, if they had different emotions every other day and you didn't know what emotion you're going to get, if you felt like you had to walk on eggshells around them, you know, all of that is so much more. So it comes from that. And so you have it. You you had an anxious anxious attachment to your parents. And so you are naturally, that's the attachment style you have. You felt you had to maybe earn things from your parents and earn their um, love and earn them praising you or earn them being nice to you even or earn them just having a good attitude that day. You felt like you had to do things to make them, you know, act right, so to speak. So if you're growing up with parents like that in a household like that, that's how you think love is going to be. So, now that we understand what anxious attachment is, let's talk about how in the hell do you undo all that, unlearn all that? How do you move into a more secure a secure attachment style? So, here's what I did. For me, after two toxic relationships back-to-back, I finally decided okay some gotta give some gotta change it's not them it must be something with me now i didn't do all of my healing at once a lot of my healing came after i got into a healthy relationship but before which i'm in now and i'm married but before i got into this healthy relationship the work that i did on me this is the. this is what's important this is how it's going to help you to learn to have a bit more secureness and safety within so for me I've, i first decided that i need to build my confidence up so that i can be more assertive when i'm dating and not just tolerate anything because i don't want to be put back in that same place pace, place to where i'm begging to be loved and so i i just spend time alone and then date because i knew how i how it would go and i remember i was tested and and I dated someone. And I remember I had a little bit of anxiousness still there. Because I was like... I sensed and knew that he didn't really want a relationship. But I kind of stuck around. And I was hoping that he would change his mind. I didn't force him to. But I had it back in, my, back in my mind hoping that he would. So you would be tested. So I spent the time alone. Built my confidence up. Built my self-esteem up. And the way I did that was that I... Started doing more things alone. Started... Really pouring more into me and my look. Um, when I say pouring more into me and my look, I mean that I just became someone that I liked, I guess, so to speak. And when I say I became someone that I liked, I guess what I'm saying is that the by the ways that I poured into me, by the things that I did, I started setting some little goals for myself about what I wanted to do. Really, just focused on me. And by focusing on me, it helped me to see that I like who I am. I'm a good person. You know, I have a lot of great things going on for me. I'm more than what I can do for somebody. I don't have to change them. And I started telling myself, like, I'm not going to do that. I shouldn't have to do that. Now, keep in mind, I didn't quite understand yet that there were different men out there that didn't need that. But I knew I wasn't tolerating it anymore. And so, and I didn't. And, I, and that's kind of slowly helped me to put away the anxious attachment and become more secure and more safe. And the way that I became more safe within myself is the alone time. I became more safe with myself because I got comfortable with my alone time. I got more comfortable with myself and who I am and my life. And I learned to start trusting myself. That was the key thing. That's what made me feel safe because it made me validate myself because I'm like, okay. I trust myself to walk away if something is not right in a relationship or if someone is coming at me and they're emotionally unavailable or if I see the signs, I trust myself to walk away. I trust myself to make better decisions. I, you know, I just started leaning more into me. And for me, I feel like moving to a more secure attachment is really becoming someone you can depend on. It's not being codependent. It's moving to more of a dependent attitude. And so when you're pouring into yourself, you're building your self-esteem so that you don't need the outside validation from a relationship or any man or anybody. And so they're just bonuses. You start looking at relationships as just bonuses and looking at it as like, okay, if you can't add to me, you're going to take away from me so I don't want to deal with it and you're not tolerating that anymore and if they don't like it you're okay with that and it takes time to get there I kind of faked it till I made it I knew that I didn't want to be down and out like that I knew the signs and that's also how i moved into a secure attachment because i came from an anxious attachment and i learned the signs i learned the signs of what to look for and so i took the lessons from my toxic relationships and i applied them to moving forward with dating and i was like okay i'm not doing that again so it's basically just learning and taking the lessons i learned and adding it to my wisdom and growth i learned that you know I'm not going for a man that has trust issues again because men with trust issues just hurt me. And I learned to trust in myself. Like I said, I learned to trust in my own decisions, trust my own mind, trust my own gut, trust my own intuition. And really for me, alone time is what did it. And I'm not saying like alone like nobody, but I didn't really focus too much on dating. I would talk to a few guys here and there But it was nothing serious. It was nothing that I was just trying to move into a relationship. I I lost that need to have a relationship. And the reason why I lost that need to have a relationship, which I feel like really adds to your anxiousness, and that's what caused you to have an anxious attachment to anyone you date because you're already alone with an anxiousness that you really want someone. And so whoever you meet, you're going to latch on. You're going to instantly be anxious. And so erasing that need to have a relationship and to have someone really settled me into my own body and it got me to depend on me and not an outside relationship and the reason why i stopped depending on relationships because of how i knew it would end up because of the toxic relationships and i didn't really put two and two together but i knew that doing that i didn't, I didn't want to be back in that place because i got down and out and hurt so bad that's why i tell any woman that has been through a very that's going to very hard heartbreak or that's having a hard time with it. And has love lost. And all of that. I tell anyone that's got that down. In a dark place that. It's kind of beautiful in a sense. Because that dark, dark place that you're in. You're going to remember it. You're going to heal from it. And then you're going to remember the lesson. So that you won't ever get back in that place. And sometimes what happens is that you'll get scared. Anyway. That, that may happen. You may get to that place. But for me, it was the self-trust. I knew that I would never allow myself to get that deep and dark in that place again because I wasn't dating the same. I wasn't dependent on relationships like that anymore. I wasn't dependent on a man like that anymore. I didn't. and It just naturally started to happen because I'm like, I'm not going to allow myself to get hurt like that again. And so instead of me saying just closed off to everybody, I learned that I couldn't be everything to everybody. I couldn't i learned that you know when dating it's also about how someone can kind of add to my life i started recognizing that and so essentially what i was doing was learning to trust myself and learning to depend on me and so becoming more secure in myself what it looked like for me was no longer putting my dependence in a relationship or a man. And what I mean by that is that I felt only worthy if I had a man. Or I felt only worthy if I was being chose. You know, because I didn't know my worth outside of having someone. Because I didn't know how else to determine my worth. And so once I started realizing that I don't need a man a relationship to determine it about me that i can determine it on my own that i can have a good life experience on my own i release that anxious attachment so to speak i released a lot of anxiousness because it's like even single i was anxious because i just wanted someone and i think it's because it's like you want someone to come take you away from your pain i guess or you want someone to come take you away from yourself yeah almost in a sense it's because it's like you don't like yourself and so you're wanting someone deep down is that you didn't like yourself and so you're looking for someone to come along and make you feel good about yourself you're looking for someone to come along and like appreciate you appreciate any love you give or someone that can just make you feel all overall good about yourself. And so when you are putting so much dependence in a relationship and a man, that's gonna make you anxious. And so really what it was for me moving into a secure attachment is that I let that go. And so with me letting that need of a relationship go, I still wanted one. But I released the need to have one of you. You get what I'm saying? I released the need that I needed one to make me feel good about myself. Because it's like... I started enjoying my life on my own. And I started realizing that I gave men too much power. And when I gave men that much power, it like... They took a lot out of me when they left because I gave so much trying to earn their love. And once I realized that I don't have to do that and that I shouldn't be doing that, I stopped. So my dating life changed. And my dating life changed because I started looking for a different type of man. I did away with looking for men that were emotionally unavailable or looking for someone that I could change or look for someone that I could fix or a project I stopped looking for that and I started looking for someone that I guess matched my new level of healing because once you heal that part of you that had low self-esteem or felt like you have to earn love or felt like you weren't good enough once you heal that part in you You're no longer attracted to someone that hasn't done their work in that area. Meaning, I was no longer attracted to men that deep down had this like um, need for healing. Because, of course, my exes, they never really came out and said, you know, I got trauma. I could see it in them and hear it in them when they talked about their past lives and how they acted. I' seen it, I could sense it. that's part of my intuition, and that's part of I guess how I love. It's like I, I, I could sense it and I knew. and so I thought that I could heal that. I thought that that would make them appreciative of me and not want to hurt me or leave me or, or make them like. I just thought that's what love was. And so once I let go of that idea of love, I started and I healed, I started looking at men differently, and I started dating men that I knew were ready for what I wanted. And I even prayed about the man that I wanted. The type of man that I would want to be with. And once I did that, I feel like I moved to a secure attachment because I stopped dating men that were emotionally unavailable. And once I stopped doing that, I was able to feel safer in the connection. You see what I'm saying? Because I was safer within myself and I dated people that felt like I could eventually become safe with now in the beginning if i felt like i couldn't and i felt like there were some type of you know wall up or i felt like that something was off with the connection or i felt like they were a little distant or i felt like they started to be hot and cold i'll admit that i wouldn't like leave them right away that i wouldn't end things right away but i wouldn't pour my all into them i wouldn't look at them as like i gotta fix them. i would look at them as thinking like maybe they'll come around on their own once they see i'm a nice person meaning i wasn't trying i wasn't chasing necessarily or trying to put my all into them i was just basically you know i guess waiting for them so i and then they'll eventually call it up when they realize i wasn't catching the 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 signal so i did have a little difficulty with that but i had learned to not jump into it and pour my all into it or end up in toxic i never ended up in another toxic relationship after that because i learned to not go that far with it you know what i'm saying and so because even the guys that rejected me or even the guys that it didn't work out with when i was dating after my toxic relationships they were not toxic they were decent and i look back now and realize that them rejecting me like it was one that rejected me I realized that that was actually the healthy thing for him to do. That was a very good sign of his maturity. And back then, when it first happened, uh, of course I was disappointed and I was hurt by it. But now, I look back and I'm like, I'm so glad that it happened that way. Because I'm like, I was ready to do some more toxic shit. (laughs) And so... Being rejected, I learned to look at it as being a good thing because I don't want someone that doesn't want me that's not for me. I don't want anything that's not for me. And so I learned to look at rejection as something that was a good thing and not a reflection of my worth. Not a reflection that I wasn't good enough and that someone else was better than me. I didn't look at it that way anymore. I just looked at it as like, okay, that's not for me. And if I want to get to what is for me or who is for me, I need the rejection to happen so that I'm not... Going down and through there, through some more bullshit because I wasn't going back to that dark, dark place. And how I healed out of it, that's another story. I think I may talk about that on another podcast about how I healed from my toxic relationships and dating narcissists and things like that. How I actually worked on the healing. That may be either a bonus episode on my Patreon or I may talk about it here too. I have to decide if I got enough to talk about how I healed because I talked about that actually already. On the previous podcast, it's only on my YouTube channel. You can go and check it out. It's healing from heartbreak. But um, I think I will do an updated version. But yeah. So moving into the secure attachment, it looked like me just becoming secure in myself and dating better quality men. That's how you work that because if you date someone and you try to be with someone that is actually emotionally available someone that is healthy someone that does have communicate that knows how to communicate someone that does what what you want someone that someone that's just healthy overall this is what i guess i'm getting at someone that actually is transparent honest genuine true um uh, respectful someone that's safe Once you learn to date people like that and look for that and look for connections like that and no longer entertain the unavailable connections you can revel in your new security because you have someone that's safe so you have someone that's that's not making you anxious because i used to think that it was just the person making me anxious but it's a little bit of you as well because you are the one that's choosing to be in that situation when you know that someone is not healthy for you so it's a component in you as well i used to say well just date you know Better people. Just date secure people. I'm anxious because I'm dating people that make me anxious. Which is true. It's true. But you also have to look at the why are you dating people to make you anxious then? Why are you entertaining connections that are not safe for you? So, I talked about that earlier. About why. So, you get what I'm saying. So, to be more secure, it's just to be securing yourself. And then once you're securing yourself, you realize that th- that you attract different. That you look at. It- you look for something different in people, and once you start looking for something different in people, that's when the secure connections happen. You get it? So, it's essentially healing yourself so that you're not dating people that are wounded, just like you. You're not because we date our reflections, it's just simple as that. You were dating someone that was emotionally unavailable someone that was um, detached or avoided you're dating someone that seems to be hot and cold or someone like that because they they mirrored parts in you that needed to be loved and you wanted someone to love and so you were loving them the ways that you wish that someone would have loved you you were loving them the way that you would have wanted And so you're thinking you're doing them like a big favor because you're like, oh, I have the same kind of pain and oh, I have trauma too. So let me just love on them to get them to appreciate me and love me. So once you heal that part in you, you become more secure and you date more secure people. So that's really how you move from an anxious to a secure attachment. It's Yes, you can say in a nutshell, it's building your self-esteem and healing any deep wounds that cause you to be attracted to people that make you anxious. But it's also, you know, dating better people. And the way you learn to date better people is by you becoming a better person yourself. By you healing within yourself. Because someone that's healed within themselves and someone that's, you know, have done the work. You're not going to tolerate someone that hasn't done the work. You're going to date someone. And want someone that's on your same vibrational level. If you get what I'm saying. And so that's what I did. It's like once I kind of started healing that part. I no longer wanted to entertain someone. That made me feel anxious. Or that was unavailable. Or inconsistent. Because I didn't like. I started to not like how that made me feel. And so. When I moved into my my now relationship in marriage now and when i moved into my more secure relationship it was some healing that i had to do within this in this new relationship as well but it was a safe environment to do so it was someone that i could securely attach to and you can't securely attach to anyone that is unsafe or that are anxious themselves. Or that have trust issues themselves. You can't securely attach to anyone like that. And so. Something else I want to add. Before I go. Is about secure attachment. Is that I noticed is that. And with the secure attachment. I feel like I am fine with or without someone. Even my husband. And we talked about this before. And we were like. We'd be fine if we. You know. I said. Would she be fine if it, if we didn't. I can't remember how I said it. we was just joking around. And he was like, yeah, you know, because it's like, I look at it as your loss. I move on and this and that. Something like that we said. I don't remember exactly what we said, but that's neither here or there. But I remember we talked about it. And I'm like, that's actually what makes a secure attachment. is knowing that you are choosing each other consciously because you want to be together. Not because you feel like you're afraid of losing each other or you're afraid of being abandoned. You're consciously together in a conscious relationship. And you are not afraid of losing them. If you are afraid of losing someone, then you probably need to lose them. Is what I say. And what I mean by that is like. You can't be that attached to someone. That anxiously attached to someone. To where it's almost like you are um, insecure with them. You know? Because love is freedom it's not this tight hold you have on someone where you feel so insecure that you got to have this tight hold on them because you're afraid of losing them and making you anxious that's not what it is and so it's like now i'm in this space in my life to where i feel like i am happy with how things are going but i'm okay that if they went and left and we didn't end up together i would still be okay i'll still have my life i'll still have me you know I feel safe within me, and I'm not letting a relationship define me, so that's what a secure attachment essentially is. You're getting to a point to where you can either do do a relationship or do without it and when you feel like you have the option that I can do without it, that's where the security comes in and and you come in with this and that security comes into where you are not afraid to be without a relationship because of whatever fears you had tied to it, you have let that go, and you are now self-reliant you know i hope that makes sense because it's even gotten to the point to where i'm securely attached and i'm securing the connection because i feel like even if like i was cheated on or anything like that i still would be okay with moving on because it's like 'm securely attached that means I can detach if if that makes sense but anyway, I feel like I'm getting off topic <laughs> I'm getting into my one of my other topics I thought about talking about as well about um not being afraid of being cheated on again so yeah but anyway to move to secure attachment overall girlfriends. You got to become secure within yourself and heal whatever wounds you may have that causes you to be attracted to people that are not good for you. People that are not safe for you. People that don't, just people that are emotionally unavailable. And that is your job to do. And it's like, I had to get to a point to where I am, like I said, okay with being alone. Not saying I want to be alone forever that you have to just, you know, be alone. It's saying that you're not dependent on a relationship to meet or to heal your wounds. You're not dependent on a relationship to to make you feel secure within yourself. You're not dependent on a relationship to make you feel good about yourself. You're not dependent on a relationship for things that you should be getting from yourself, you know? And so once you realize that you are okay on your own and that you can continue to find love somewhere else and that there's other people, once you realize that, that's when the security comes in. That's when the security came in for me. It's like I'm in this marriage now in this connection to where I feel like it's like we're attached, but it's securely attached. It's not a fear of... Us losing each other. So, yeah. You'll get there. It, it took me going through... It took me going through those toxic relationships and healing from that. Because the toxic relationships pointed out what needed to be healing in me. The toxic relationships pointed out a lot of things within me that I needed to work on. And so it took me going through those things. And those relationships and all those... In that dark place to get to the light. It took me going through that. And so once you go through that and you heal through that and you work on you, you become like this person that's changed and your growth is evident in in how you move and in and how you date and in your life. And so once you are confident in yourself and you have the higher self esteem, you can securely attach because you know that you're not dependent on it. And so that's in a nutshell what it is and how you move from anxious to secure so i don't want to keep rambling on i feel like i'm rambling repeating the same thing but i feel like it's more i want to say but (laughs) i may have to say that for a bonus episode on my patreon if anything comes to me um yeah but that's all i got for this podcast episode girlfriends so until the next one peace out